This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. Hello, my cat-loving friends. Thanks for joining us. It's Linda Hall, the co-host of 19 Cats and Counting. We love anybody that does anything for animals, you know. Add to that a minority-owned business, a women-owned business, a veteran-owned business, and somebody that is out there doing good for others. And we have Nicole Kay. As soon as we come back from this ad, we will introduce her to you. You are going to love her. Take a bite out of your competition. Advertise your business with an ad in Pet Life Radio podcasts and radio shows. There is no other pet-related media that is as large and reaches more pet parents and pet lovers than Pet Life Radio. With over 7 million monthly listeners, Pet Life Radio podcasts are available on all major podcast platforms. And our live radio stream goes out to over 250 million subscribers on iHeartRadio, Odyssey, TuneIn, Stitcher, and other streaming apps. For more information on how you can advertise on the number one pet podcast and radio network, visit PetLifeRadio.com slash advertise today. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. Welcome back to 19 Cats and Counting. I'm your co-host, Linda Hall. I'm a little croaky on the voice. Bear with me because I've been ill. I am here. Rivet, thank you. I am here with my better half, my work wife, my BFF, my partner in crime. Oh, (sighs) we're not supposed to talk about the crimes. Anyway, Rita, how are you, darling? I'm good. Um, Bella is back from her hematoma surgery. Those of you who watch uh, my personal page and she's doing great. Didn't even have to give her any more pain meds. She was up to her usual mischief today. But I got chills when you were talking about Nicole. I can't wait to talk with her. Seriously, like she's awesome. Like, yeah. Like, like, I'm going to say like a lot. Well, like, let's like, get her like, in what here. What did you regress like, a teenage? Like, I think so. Like, like, let's get her in here. Like, okay. <laughs> like, let's introduce her. Linda. Let's. Hey, Nicole. Hi. Like, <laughs> like, hi. We get a little silly together. Yeah. You know, I can't help it. Oh, we're just blown away by you. We, uh-huh. we actually uh-huh. met over a behavior issue mm-hmm. and Rita and I were like, we need to have her on this podcast. Okay. First of all, I mean, I've got down here that you've got, you know, four or five jobs. You run an urban farm with 20 or more rescues. You got a cat sitting business. You've got the store, justcatstore.com. Do you sleep? Well, here's the funny part. On her about us, it says in her spare time, Nicole (laughs) likes to. And I'm like, what (laughs) spare spare time? time? (laughs) Apparently she likes to cycle and do all this stuff in her spare time. When she's done with the five jobs. Have you done any of that lately? <laughs> no, but I made a goal to go cycling once a week. Uh, and and I have to, I have a spreadsheet where I track my free time <laughs> my, and my, you know, my hobbies. So, yes. yeah. You, if you don't schedule time for yourself, it won't happen. We all yeah. know that. Yeah. yeah we both know that. Yeah, exactly. It's just a necessity. Otherwise the day gets away and you're like, mm, that didn't happen. <laughs> <laughs> So in 2014, you started a cat sitting business and that's still going. Yes. Yeah. And it's specifically cat sitting. 
Yes, just cats pet sitting in general. Uh, just cats it. pet sitting. I we were love just it. for cats pet sitting. Yes, yes. We, we're very aligned in, in our history <laughs> and our goals, it looks like. Yes. yes. And I love that because, you know, a lot of places, there are people that do dog walking, whatever, that love cats. I don't want to say that this is specifically, but a lot of times when you get the businesses that do both, there are people that know more about dogs and less about cats. And they're such completely different animals. It cracks, you know, they're in that same companion animal space, but you might as well compare a fish to a zebra. It's just, they're totally different. And so people like somebody that really specializes in their specific animal and can help that animal. So I think that's amazing. And then in 2018, you started the store. Yes. Yep. So tell us about why and when, and tell us about the store. Yeah. So, you know, in 2006, actually 2014, I had the concept for the store. I was living in Houston, Texas, and, you know, I like to start businesses where no one else is doing it. So when I started the cats pet sitting, no one else had a pet sitting business just for cats. Surprisingly, the way the universe works, two other businesses popped up within the same two months that I opened. We didn't even know it's all synchronicities. And so I had the idea for the store. I was doing research, talking to other pet supply stores. I've always wanted to have a retail store since I was a little kid for fun. And it wasn't until 2016, we started Just Cat Store Online, where we primarily just sold cat toys to our pet sitting clients because one of the most popular toys that we use was the Go Cat DeBird toy. You guys know the DeBird oh, toy? Oh, DeBird. And everyone's like, where do, I get it? where do I get it? So I would give business to PetSmart. And I'm like, why don't people just buy it from me? Right. And yeah. so 2016 is when we officially started the business of JustCatStore.com. But we didn't actually start the retail store until 2018. And that was actually forced. Uh, the timing was forced because my ex at the time told me, if you want to foster cats, open a facility. And two weeks later, I did. And then I left him. Wow. <laughs> That's amazing. I wouldn't even know how to begin the process yeah. of opening a retail store. Uh, how did you know what to do? Four hours. I, like, I went on, it was the craziest synchronicity. I went on Craigslist, found a space for $500 a month. It was 200 square feet. So a little tiny store. And I said, I'm just going to do it. And, and then three weeks from signing the lease or two weeks, I opened it up and everything just happened so quickly. So that's amazing. You know, it's meant to be when things just happen that way, you know? Yeah. No, there are coincidences occasionally, but for the most part, it's like, mm, that wasn't a coincidence. That's just a little too crazy. I love how everything aligned for you like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And and you're using the store to give back. I saw you had an Instagram post, I don't know if it's still going or not, but where you were like partnering with with some food company and every bag purchased of this food went to this rescue or so you're you're finding ways to work this in, right? Sure. My intentions for opening the store was to one, save as many cats as possible with the business model of, you know, we're a licensed shelter in the state of Colorado, but we don't feel like a shelter. You know, when I tell people we have 30 cats that live in the store, everyone's like, first off, it doesn't smell like it. So how do you guys do it? Secondly, like, it's amazing that these homeless cats literally live in an F.A. Schwartz for kitties. It's a toy <laughs> store. I can tell you, I probably spend about $2,000 a year on products that cats have gotten into and have broken um, from all <laughs> yeah. the crazy parties that they get into, Right. But, you know, the intention was just to save animals. And then now what I've been doing is I've taken a step back from the fostering. I mean, I fostering 30 cats at a time and I do it mostly myself. I do have employees, but it's mostly me doing all the work to get them homes. But 
what I've just been doing is finding opportunities to help local rescues and it's kitten season. So people, you know, kittens are like, you know, garbage disposals when it comes to food, they go through like four cans a day per cat, you know, so finding ways to help people. Cause I was once in that position where I, you know, funded all of my fostering with my own money before I got into, you know, fostering with a rescue. So yeah, we know, we, we kind of have our own rescues going where we're taking in the unadoptable and yeah, we're taking care of them and it's, I have one laying on my arm right now. Yeah. Yep. We know how that goes. So, Mm -hmm. so you're using this as a way to help the cats and to give to others. And I mean, it's just so much in one and what kind of things we know you sell toys in your store. What else do you sell? So we sell high quality food and litter and we sell things that work. You know, I've been, I've had, I've had opportunities to sell friskies and fancy feast. And there's some days I do want to sell that because it fits our, you know, local demographic. And also with the rising costs of food, people yes. are looking for ways to save money, you know, but also I've stuck to the business model of, of selling high quality products for cats, because ultimately when you feed them high quality food, in turn, less vet visits, they're healthier. And, you know, you can't be, you, you can't be wet food. Wet food is the premier thing to feed your True. cat. So. Yes. Yeah, You're right 100%. too. Cause if you feed a lower quality food, you may be saving money on food, but you'll pay for it later in vet bills. Oh, hundred exactly. percent. Yeah. 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 We were, yeah. we were talking to, um, Rosal, I think is her name anyway. At you know, Pam, love her. See, we all know it's a small world. <laughs> it is the cat community comes together. And and we were saying, you know, when we when I first started in working at just for cats pet sitting with Rita that Rita owned, I remember, you know, you did see these cancer cats every once in a while. And then we saw, I remember the first asthma cat. And I was like, well, that's weird. It takes an asthma inhaler. Within four years' time. We had asthma kitties on the schedule every week. We had, you know, kitties dying of cancer, diabetes, everything you could imagine we had. And it just seemed to be getting worse and worse. We just kept saying, does it seem like they more have cancer? We thought it was the LA smog, but no, because the same thing when we opened up in the Carolinas. Yeah, exactly. And so, you know, we have asked every vet and everyone we've talked to since what is going on and everybody's saying, you know, the food, the additives, the preservatives, the junk. This is not a natural way to be, right. so, you know, for humans or for animals. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What's your favorite type of food to recommend? I know you said wet and I'm not talking about brands, but are you like all on board with raw? Do you, do you think just regular canned food, cooked food is better or what, what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think it depends on the lifestyle of the, of the human. And I say that out of love because one, it comes down to, can you afford it? I sometimes will feed my cat friskies, so a fancy feast. So I have eight cats and there's times where like the two older ones, that's all they want to eat. You know, they're in great health. The blood work is great. So I can do things like that, but it also saves me money. But I also mix in some high quality food. But, you know, I've tried, like if you have one cat and you have the money to afford it, and the patience and the knowledge, I would do 100% raw. Now, a lot of vets will say that they don't endorse raw foods. And there's also vets that, you know, say that they will. So you have to just take it, you know, with a grain of salt, do your own research. But I've looked into making maybe in the future, making my own food. And I know some people do that in the cat community who have a lot of cats. 
And it's just finding that, you know, if you have the patience and time to do so. And then, uh, you know, you guys know also with raw food, cats don't immediately eat raw food. You have to train them to do it. Right. So I always say find the foods that they, they eat at the end of the day. If your cat gets the, the moisture and the calories that they need, that's the most important exactly. thing. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I try raw food. The one I'm not going to name the brand because I don't want to knock anyone because it's a good food, but it comes in like a loaf, you know, like a roll kind of looks like a roll of ground beef. Only one of my cats would eat it out of 16 cats. So right. yeah, that was a failure. Yeah. And, and <laughs> I have a bunch in the that. freezer. If anybody wants it, you're in Lancaster. <laughs> yes. Yes. We can, we can hook you up, you know, and we, we've had clients come to say my vet has put my cat on a specific urinary formula, call me for whatever food, sure. but he won't eat it. Cats will starve themselves before they'll eat. Unlike dogs and humans, they will starve themselves before they'll eat something they don't like. So, you know, I don't I know it. some humans are like that too. Oh, uh, I don't know if I don't like it. Myself, I don't need I could it. find something I could, it depends on how hungry I am, honey, but uh, you know, and it, it's not doing them any good and causing stress, trying to get them to yeah, eat this true. thing. It's like, just get them to eat. Right. And then we can add supplements. We can do what we want. And I've looked into making my own raw because I have 12 cats in my house. Um, I've looked into it too, but it's time consuming. It That's is. The and there's so much you got to make sure they have enough, you know, they have the lysine and they have the, you know, and whatever. And, 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 and the taurine, my gosh, the taurine. Yes. The taurine, they can go blind. They can die. They can have heart problems. So it's such a thing that, yeah, if I wasn't working full time, maybe I would try venturing into it, but it's such a precarious thing, you know, that, yeah, it's a lot, but because you have to do what's best. Um, when I was telling you earlier, my daughter and son-in-law lived for a brief time in a trailer park where cats were aplenty. And he just felt so bad for all the strays. And a lot of them were feral and he was not going to be able to take them out and rehome them. So he ended up going to a super cheap store and buying the crappiest cat food in the world because they can't afford to feed the ferals. I mean, was dumping huge bowls of food on the porch twice a day for everybody to come out. So it was cheap, crappy food, but the cats were starving. It's better so than nothing. I'd, yeah, I'd rather give them something than nothing, right? So right, exactly. I'm glad that you said that. There's what's considered the best, and then there's you got to do what you got to do. And right, yeah, we would rather you give a cat a home with less wonderful food than have the cat die or yep. be in a shelter. Oh, yeah. Or, okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I love that you said that. That's perfect. So you have. How many cats right now? I have eight. So five wow. I've officially adopted, three are fosters. But I say that, uh, <laughs> I say that because, uh, I mean, I don't know. I A part of me feels like if I say five, I feel better versus eight. But then I, I also feel like the breed, I don't count as my own. How do they <laughs> feel? I feel like, oh, I'm not mom, but they are mine. So I just say, F it, you know. Exactly. I I did that for a while. Yeah. If they all get along and you know you're able to support them all, why 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 pull them out? Exactly. And in addition to the cats, you have birds, right? Let's hear Nicole's arc story. What have we got in dying to visit it? Nicole's (laughs) arc. So just disclaimer, I started with one cat for seven years and people called me the crazy cat lady and I had one cat. I'm like, okay. And then when I started rescuing, uh, they just, my joke is if they end up in my house, they never leave. So I'm like, don't bring anybody to my house because they'll never leave. You said that once they <laughs> cross too. the threshold, right? That's Rita's big line. That's what Linda's been saying about me for years. <laughs> yeah. And so, so I have eight cats and I have a bunny. And I only have another bunny that we're trying to bond and bonding bunnies is like, you know, it's hard. It's so hard. It's harder than cats. 
Really? Ah. Tell us more. Tell us more. I'm fascinated. So bunnies, you have to do a meet and greet. You Mm -hmm. can't just put two bunnies together because they'll kill each other. So what you do is you have to put them in a meet and greet. And the first 15 to 30 minutes, if they don't attack each other, is a good sign that they'll fall in love. Well, I did this with my bunny Chaz because bunnies are very social animals. They love companionship. Now, Chaz has my cats. My cats think he's annoying. So, you know, Chaz, I was like, let me, let me see if Chaz wants to have a friend. And so I got this girl. It's my friend's, my friend owns the largest rooster sanctuary in the the country. It's called Rooster Sanctuary. Looking to hopefully relocate to to North Carolina, the Asheville area. Oh, Asheville, gorgeous, gorgeous area. Gorgeous area. And so she's currently here in Denver and she had a bunny, a single bunny. And I have a single bunny and we got them together and first 30 minutes. They were interested. There was no fighting. And at like 31 minutes, they get into Uh-oh. it. So mm. now the conundrum is, are they going to be like this forever now? Because they broke that bond. They broke that, you know, there's trauma there now. So every day I'm supposed to like do an introduction while like taking a pillow to make sure that if they fight, I can you put it between it them. Yeah. You can't oh put your hands in because it'll bite you. So we've been doing that, but you know, it, should, it hasn't worked out yet, but it can take months. It can take months after a year or two. I have so, no idea. I didn't either. It's kind of fascinating. So I feel mean, like bonding cats or introducing cats is a big deal. Bunnies is, is a whole different thing. It's wow. Just, yeah. And we always say when we're introducing the cats, especially if the cats are hating on each other, you know, it's always end on a positive note. So when you said at 31, it was like, darn, you should have exited at 25, right? Like you should have oh, yeah. ended this on a yeah. clean note. Well, now I- then, yeah, they get that idea in their head. He's yeah. a bully or I want to hurt him or whatever. And it's hard to reverse that. Now I understand we had a client that had two cats and they adopted one bunny and the bunny got along with the cats. But now I know why they didn't get a second bunny. It makes work. total sense. So I tell people, if, if you don't want to have another, if your cat doesn't like other cats, adopt a bunny. Bunnies and cats are very similar and they get along great and you can leave them together and, and they can they play and stuff. So uh, a lot of bunnies end up in the shelter because people don't have the time and patience to bond a bunny. And they get two bunnies and then they realize they don't like each other. And then they, so there's a lot of bunnies up for adoption at a lot of shelters. And there's a lot of great sanctuaries and rescues at. Do they spay and neuter bunnies like they do cats and dogs? They yeah. Because do. if not, my bunny Chaz, before he was neutered, he started humping everybody in the house. Uh, uh, and he started humping my, my elderly cat agent, Paws, who's no longer with us. And a guy, like he was just trying to eat his breakfast. And he right. Get off me. You know? I get and, it. Uh, and then they pee everywhere. But they they can't even picture everywhere. that. So they pee everywhere if you don't oh. need oh. Okay. No bunnies in our sanctuary, darling. Right. Darling. Right. I know. It sounds <laughs> like a lot of work. Get, one, get a house bunny. House bunnies are great. There you go. Isn't that a movie? Uh, house bunny with house bunny. It is, but I don't think that's about. No, bunnies. probably not. <laughs> anyway. All right. <laughs> we we have to take a little oh, break okay. for our sponsor. All right. And we'll be right back. Molly, here's your dinner. <laughs> Zeus, that's not your food. Don't let that happen to your precious cat. Elevate your cat's eating experience with the Cat Tree Tray. The Cat Tree Tray keeps your cat's food off the floor and conveniently located on the cat tree. It's the perfect way to eat. It's a beautiful wrought iron tray that easily attaches to your cat tree and keeps dogs and other critters out of your cat's dish. A must for multi-pet households. 
There's a 6-inch tray for large bowls and a 4-inch tray for smaller bowls. Purchase your Cat Tree Tray today. Go right now to CatTreeTray.com. That's CatTreeTray.com. C-A-T-T-R-E-E-T-R-A-Y.com. Let's talk pets. Let's talk pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. And we're back with 19 Cats and Counting, my BFF, ride or die, Linda Hall, and Nicole Kay, who's just, her mission is so similar to ours. I just love you. And I would love for us to meet someday. Yeah. But why cats? Why was your appeal to cats? That's a great question. You know, I had two cats growing up as a child and I loved them dearly. And I had a mother that loved to buy me cat pajamas, cat umbrellas, anything cats. And I used to be so embarrassed as a child. I was like, mom, like, why do I have all this cat stuff? I'm not a cat person and come on and everything. And, and it's funny. I asked my uh, college roommates if I was like crazy about cats. They're like, no, you were not a cat person in college. Oh, that's funny. That's hysterical. It is. And it's just like, you know, and it's, it's funny because like my entire childhood, I had actually rescued all the animals, birds. I had a pet chipmunk that I raised from birth. I did all those things. So I, I've always loved animals and I went to school to be a veterinarian and I wanted actually wow. to be at Michigan State. Yeah. I wanted to be a small animal surgeon. And, you know, that didn't work out. And so the cat thing didn't happen until about when I moved to Houston, when I was 22 as an environmental scientist, there was a buy a cat, get one for free at the shelter. And my friend's like, Hey, do you want a cat? I'm like, I guess. you know, I mean, I love them, but I wasn't obsessed with them. And so I got my first cat, Ginger, who was an orange fluffy <gasps> girl cat, who was total sass. She's turning 15 this year. We're going to throw her a quinceanera. Ah, uh, we're cool. making her this beautiful dress. Cause I never got a quinceanera as a child <laughs> and we're going to make this beautiful dress for her. And she's, I want pictures. I was just thinking that we're going to have a party at the store. So it's going to be an October 31st. And she is, That's she is awesome. the queen. She is like, she's my Achilles heel. She's never going to die. Get she's, it. Yes. You know, she is, I, get it. And, and I would say that my love for cats started there and then people would always call me the crazy cat lady. And I always like felt offended about it. Even as an adult. I do. I find that offensive too. Yes, I do. I you do. do. I, so we, we have, we coined the term a uh, classy cat lady. We're just classy. Oh, lady. I like that. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. Let's start coining that. Classy cat ladies. Yeah. Well, you know, I think I don't mind being told I'm crazy about cats, but a crazy cat lady brings pictures of the hoarders in scary situations, <laughs> right? Like the robes, the curlers, the rollers, and then your house smells Classy like- Classy cat ladies. Classy And cat your house ladies. smells like pee. Exactly. Yeah. Smells like pee. So, so I would say that that's where it started. But, you know, at the end of the day, where I'm at in my life, the reason why the universe, God has put me in this position. I'm not obsessed with cats. Like people think I'm obsessed with, I'm obsessed with just animals. I'm obsessed with nature. I'm obsessed with 
living with, I live with spiders and a pigeon on my kitchen counter. Like I just live. I in draw the, the line at spiders. Sorry. I was just thinking, <laughs> that, like, I, yeah, had I don't, kill I don't the kill them. Spider. I don't kill the them. I let them spider. Out. I was, I was out. I was with you right up until that point. Well, and I was like, spider mm. snakes. I'll even take a scorpion. You know, I'll take them all. But <laughs> we're coexisting as humans, and we, we we tend to forget that we are living together in this big blue planet called Earth. We are killing and murdering and mistreating animals, ecosystems, you know, and so I've always been an environmental steward since I was, you know, a child. And so for me, the reason why I chose cats is because one, no one is speaking up for them on a pet supply aspect, right? When I tell people I have a pet supply store for cats, everyone's like, oh, you're bold. Oh, that's pretty adventurous. Are you sure you want to do that? You know, maybe you should have dog products. And I always tell people, I am not the first pet supply store for cats. The ones that started, there's one that started in 1985. They're cat and dog now. So there's a reason why, because the market supports that. The marketplace is so hard for me. It's just being a cat only store. Uh, We understand completely. Exactly. So people, you know, of course I could be making more money, but I made a promise to be the advocate and the speaker of animals, but the underdogs, cats are considered the underdogs, right? Oh, I know. When I started just for cats pet sitting, um, my hairdresser at the time told me, you don't want to do that. There's no money in that. You need to do dogs too. And I thought about it and I thought, no, uh, -uh, that's not, that's not what's on my heart. Well, we made a really good well. living at Just for Cats until COVID came along, but I sold it to Meowtow, which is another huge, nice. they're the Just biggest cats, pet sitting yeah. company in the States, maybe in the world now. Um, so it's really becoming more popular is to have things that are focused just on cats. Right. Well, they, well, they say like marketing, like even marketing companies are like one of the number one marketing tools is having cats in your commercials. Oh, yes. I've noticed that. Mm-hmm. And cat people want to see their cats represented. I am guilty. I don't remember what the product was, but I saw I, this product I know, once. I remember. What was it? And I was like, ooh, I wonder if they have this. And it was like marketed towards dogs. It was a dog on the picture. So I sent him a message and I said, do you do this for cats too? Yeah. And then I didn't order from them because my nose was out of joint because they didn't represent the cats. Right. Right. And I think a lot of people, I know I'm not alone in this. I know Rita said the same thing. A lot of times if it's cat and dog, I just, I don't know. I could certainly go into a pet store that has both. They've got the specific aisle just for cats, but I, I want somebody who specializes in cats and understands cats because cats are so different in their needs, in the way they are about things. You know, one of our biggest behavior issues is, dog people trying to think they can make their cat feel guilty and uh you know don't, and don't, and don't hit your cat with a newspaper and, don't, and don't hit your dog with it either well yeah that's true too but your cat's just gonna think you're a jerk he's not gonna understand that this is connected to this but, but they say but they say it works though they go well if i spray my cat with a water bottle it works i'm like but then your cat doesn't like it, it they think you're a jerk it works right? because your cat knows that every time i do a and dad's around, he's going to pick that thing up and squirt me. They still don't know this is wrong and is getting me squirted. They just know if dad sees me, he's going to squirt me. And they're still saying dad squirted me. So dad's they don't know right and wrong. They just know what they need to do to survive. Those instincts in cats are still as sharp as they were way back when they were not domesticated at all. Because they're they're barely domesticated now. They're barely domesticated. That's exactly it. So when I tell people, you have a wild animal living in your house. Yes. You know- 
Like when you come and ask me, do you have a cat in here that doesn't scratch just so much? I'm like, <laughs> no one get a cat, get a goldfish. Like cats will scratch. They're animals. Hand her a stuffed cat. Here you go. It's like telling a man that, you know, he can't have sex. Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Hey. Jose keeps scratching my couch. So I went out and bought him two scratching posts, but he's still scratching the couch. I'm like, congratulations. You have three scratching posts. Yeah. You know, there you are things you teach, can do. You didn't make that spot unattractive. Yes. yes. There are things you That's, can do to make that spot yeah. unattractive so that they won't want to scratch anymore. But right. that is the secret behind cats, right? We domesticated dogs. Cats found us living together. We're eating together. There's food. There's They're rodents. They were excited about the buffet. And the people were nice because it was pest control. They didn't have Terminex. And so I didn't have to nice feed to them because the they were self-feeding. Exactly. The and they were they were appreciative. So they were nice to the cats. And the cats said, hey, this is cool. We'll live here. And that's the <laughs> end. That's the story. And that's still the way it is today. And cats have to make choices. And you can't operate on that same wavelength. You really need to know about cats, even physical products. Like if you see a, a shampoo or something that says safe for dogs and cats, I will not purchase Mm-mm. it. Cats Mm-mm. skin is so much thicker there. Their organs are different. They absorb things differently. I don't trust anything that says it's for both. My cats get cat specific stuff and, and well, I will turn away. Remember the two companies, I won't name them that came to us wanting us to test their cat stuff and like partner with them a little bit and each of their websites, there's not one cat. So that failed because that was one of the first things we told each of them. You need to represent cats on your website. Otherwise, yeah. no matter, no matter how much marketing you do or how much we talk about how great your product is, a cat person is not going to buy from you. Some of them have bark or something in the name. One of them had the yes. little icon, the little cursor was a dog. Bone. A bone. Very cute. But I have a cat. I don't want a dog bone, right? Use a paw. I mean, just you can make it more universal. You can represent. I don't have any problem with you putting dogs on there, but represent them both. It feels like this is a dog place to go. Oh, and we threw some cat stuff in for you in case you're right. crazy about cats, right? And yeah, exactly. You can't, you, you need to be specific. Yeah. And I. Yeah, your business is perfect because the name says it, just cats. I love the phone calls I get. They're like, do you have any dog products? I'm like, no. <gasps> I know. We would do that too. Do you take care of dogs? No, just for cats, pet sitting. My oh, favorite was the call we got from the guy who had a rat and wanted to know. Oh, take just care for rats. Rat. And we were like, we're changing <laughs> our company to just for rats. It's just for rats, pet sitting. We just found a sitter who would do it. But by that time, he found someone he else. Found else. Yeah. They're like, I don't know. We'll talk to our sitters and see what they what they say about it. You know, if they had a bird or fish or somebody had rescued yeah. a turtle and had it in their garden, we're like, yeah, we'll slice up bananas and throw it in your garden for your turtle. Yeah, we'll feed the fish before we leave. But as far as an animal that's really going to take your time and attention, it's cats, right? We're, we're cat right. knowledgeable. We don't know anything about the others. Exactly. Yes. Before we end, because we're coming up on time, how do you get those cats adopted? Do you hold uh, special events or just people that come in and out of the store tend to? Yeah, that's a a great question. I would say it changes. It's really changed. It depends on the needs of the local community. A lot of the time right now, I'm getting phone calls on uh, kittens. I don't have kittens. We used to do adoption events pre-COVID. Post-COVID, you know. Mm -hmm. We used to have people go into the cottage and interact with the cats. It's just cats, cat cottage. It's a little adoption room. But since COVID, you know, we uh, prevented people from going in and out. So the adoptions have slowed down a bit. But I also will say that my adoption process and how I get cats homes is telling their story. And their story is super important because I would say 90% of the cats that I have in the store are special needs cats that would not do well in a shelter environment and or 
I wouldn't say the system, but families have failed them and they have lost a lot of hope within themselves. Oh, I know. And it's gaining their basically helping with their confidence to become higher adoptable. You know, so right. Help with the problems. Yeah. So I'll take cats that nobody else wants. I am their last resort. And Sorry, I say I have that calf hair on my nose. <laughs> <laughs> How did that happen? <laughs> And I will tell you this, even the, some of the cats I have in my house, no other rescues wanted them because of a certain reason. I have certain people that will reach out to me like, Nicole, if you don't save this cat, and we've asked hundreds of rescues. Yes, yes, yes. And yes. we know that you have the patience and the love to give them, to take them in. And there are times where I have, I have a cat right now named Kenzie Jones, little butterball orange thing. She's adorable. She spent two months in our store bathroom. Every time we walked into the bathroom, she would attack us. So wow. it, it was really the baby, poor baby. She was abused, I'm sure. And so, but you know, it took two months. I told my employees, I said, I, I feel bad about having her in the bathroom. And she had, we made it homey for her. She, you know, we made it really nice for her. But I said, she we had a little TV with little birds and she would watch. I but love it. She needs time to decompress. She will let us know she wants to come out. Exactly. Exactly and she's right. she's a completely different cat now. She's amazing. She's absolutely amazing. She learned nobody would bother her. Nobody would force yes, her. I'm safe. Mm -hmm. I'm safe. You know, she wasn't in a cage. She was in a little bathroom, but she was happy. She, she made it her own. And then we just gave her the time. And I mean, how many rescues and shelters are going to do that for her? None, none. They don't, none. I, and often just because they don't have the ability. I mean, I, the ability I feel like sometimes we're all tough on them, but it's, yeah, the space, the ability, the time, I, you know, we tell people, you know, when their cats want to hide and stuff, please do not pull them out unless you have to take them to that, or there's a dangerous situation going on. If there's a fire okay. or something. Yes. I use the analogy of, okay, you're home alone. You hear a noise. Somebody has broken into your house. You go and hide in the closet. Do you want a door to open and a hand to reach in? How do you feel about this? Right? You're freaking out. You're hiding in a place. You just want to dial 911 on your cell phone and get somebody here to take care of the intruder. When the intruder reaches through the door, you're going to need to change of pants. It's going to get ugly, you know, and that's what the cats are doing. They're going and they're finding a safe space. This kitty, the bathroom was that safe space, that closet. It had enough space. It had everything, but it was small enough to make her feel comfortable and safe. Like she's hiding in her closet. Well, out and in nature, they shrink better. down when they're scared yeah. and they become small and that's comfortable to them. Yes. And you find the colonies under people's porches yep. and in people's, we have this huge forsythia bush. There's always a stray cat under my forsythia bush. They want that safety and space. And you can't force someone to be comfortable any more than you can tell me, hey, come out of the closet. Freddy Krueger won't hurt you. I'm not coming out until Freddie's gone. Okay. It's not going to happen. So don't be reaching your hands and I will bite you. Well, people adopt cats. They're like, well, what do I do when I bring them home? I said, find a bedroom or a spare bathroom, put them in there, food and water, a little bit, and then shut the door, leave them alone. For they a go, little bit, yeah. But they're going to be lonely. I said, no, no. I said, go about your day, leave them alone, ignore them, Hi, let them figure out the smells and the sounds. They will let you know when they will interact. Don't try to force. I think the biggest problem with us and as cats and, and behavior is we force our expectations yes. on these wild animals. And it's mm. like, let them be themselves. Leave them alone. And they will love you on their time. Yeah, they're not lonely. They're scared. They're my sweetie boy just came in here and I would love to pick her up and put her in front of the camera. But she let me know. Nope. Not nope. Today. Nope. <laughs> Gotta respect the cat. Respect. On the, the other hand, 
Dexter's always here. Oh, yeah. Oh, Dexter's always by your side. Uh, you know, we're running like out of time to fall in love with someone. We're running out uh, of time. I hate uh, it. We could probably talk it. for another hour. I know. Any last words that you want people to know about your store, what you do for the kitties or anything at all? Yeah. So if people want to follow us in our story and what we do for the cats, I tell people to go to our Instagram, just cats at just cat store, TikTok, just cat store, our website's just cat store.com. And we are releasing a CBD product only for cats, which is not, there's no one else is doing it. It's called just cat CBD oil and uh, with omega threes. And that's coming out in about two weeks. Nice. If they can find it at just cat CBD.com. We love, love it. We'll we have to are try big, it. big fans of CBD yeah, and cats. So thank you, Nicole. Yeah. Get that word out. I'll have to open you guys' please. Oh, would you really? Thank you. Thank you so much. We would love that. Awesome. We just adore you and everything you're doing. I could keep you here for hours. There's, I have more <laughs> notes that I have to talk well, about. Then you just have to come back and do another show anytime right. if yes. you're doing a special event or you just yes, have some, something new, you, like the CBD oil, anything you want to talk about, feel free. We'd love to have you back. And all of our listeners, please, if you're in the area, if you're not in the area, she's got an online store. I know she takes donations to help and you know there are things you can do. She's got adoptable cats listed. I can't look at them because I will take one home and my husband will divorce me. But um <laughs> but well. she's got she's got it all and you know any way that you can support and help out please do even if it's just you know giving her Instagram and her TikTok and stuff a like to help her algorithms yeah, and help you. help Is yes, this your store location understand. on Leapsdale Drive here? Yes. 7150 Leapsdale Drive, Suite 402. If you're in Denver, Colorado, stop by Just Cat's store. Say hello to Nicole and maybe adopt another kitty. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Love that. But I hate that we have to go. I hope you come back again to our show. Linda, thank you as always for being my co-host. Nicole, I, I just love what you're doing. And of course, we have to thank Mark Winter, who owns Pet Life Radio, who gave us this platform so we could talk all about cats. Yes. And Good man. We love him. I know. Just remember, though, every day is Catterday. And we'll see you next time. Let's Talk Pets, every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.